Welcome to Jesus Dates. She walks in. She walks in and her dad follows and like stays at the door. She sits down and he's still looking in the window. And I think to myself, there's something unique about this girl. This is a podcast where we meet up to hear stories about how God is moving in the lives of everyday people. Whether God has saved them from a fiery furnace or simply spoke to them in a Starbucks, we get to hear all about it right here on Jesus Dates. My name is Crystal, uh, Crystal Tapia. And I'm Louis Tapia. Oh, you guys have the same last name. Does that mean you're married? Absolutely. Four oh. years in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you just celebrate your anniversary? Yes, December 23rd. Yes, we celebrated a, a week early by going on a cruise. <laughs> it's almost a little tradition. We like cruising in December, and our excuse is our anniversary. That's awesome. That's a great excuse. I think so, too. Can you guys tell me something about the other person? How would you describe each other? Since you've been married for four years. Yes, I'll start on that one. Okay. So, Lewis is a very selfless person. He is the type of guy that you're driving down the hall, the highway or you're driving anywhere and you see a car broken down and he wants to stop or he sees someone and he wants to help which is a beautiful feature but it also freaks me out because he's always wanting to stop on the highway (laughs) (laughs) um but he's just a very giving person and I think you know his career and what he's chosen to do for a living is an example of that so what is he what does he do for a living so he and myself were both social workers, um, and we're medical social workers, so we work in the health setting. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me a little bit about your wife. So, Crystal, what can I say about her? So, she wears her heart on her sleeve, which makes her a unique individual. She's very selfless as well. She's, she's very compassionate, and um, she's just an overall genuine person. Oh, you guys are so in love. Yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> love it. So I've asked you guys to share with us one story about how God has worked in your life. So for you two, where does that story begin? Um, so it would begin, at, oddly enough, at the beginning of our relationship. I'll let you start because it, it starts as your story and turns into our story. Right. Oh, I <laughs> love that already. That's so yeah. cute. So it was August 22nd. 2011 I decided to I took a break off from from community college so that first that semester which was a fall semester I'm enrolled in four classes or three classes and I'm determined that it's going to be a semester dedicated for myself and to my studies and getting ahead so I open the door to the community college building and I'm walking down the hall and I just see this nice looking uh lady sitting there and uh next to her is an an old guy um which turned out to be her dad oh Um, (laughs) but she had this like really cute bow tie um it was a hair bow oh yeah hair bow (laughs) bow tie hair bow so i passed by her she didn't acknowledge me but her dad did and i kind of gave him like a manly gesture like a nod oh okay. and i was continued like, yeah what's up dude yeah <laughs> like how you doing sir <laughs> so i continued to walk um and i sat down in class like five minutes later 
she walks in. She walks in and her dad follows and like stays at the door. She sits down and he's still looking in the window. And I think to myself, there's something unique about this girl. So you see, did she sit next to you? She didn't. She completely avoided me, like three rows down. But I was at the front row or the closest seat next to the door. So I kind of positioned myself to where... So you could see her. Yeah. (laughs) Did you notice him at all? I mean, I did notice him when he did like the manly like nod thing, but... And he was like kind of staring at me, so I I noticed him, but I was like avoiding him also because I was little. Did he know I was still in high school? I was just taking night classes at the community Whoa. college. So I, I love was, it. Overachiever. <laughs> so I was an eleventh grader, and I was like, "Why is this dude looking at me?" <laughs> but you didn't know that because you're that's, in college classes. That's right. She's taking night classes. It's night school. It's like 6 p.m. I'm like... What a mature woman. (laughs) Right. I'm like, this girl's clearly within my age range. So then what happened? Did you send like a spit wad and like, hey, (laughs) go on a date with me? Um, So I was purposely late the next week, about 15 minutes late to class. And there was a seat open next to her. And I took it to my advantage. And I sat down next to her and it was... It was game on. Okay. What was the first thing you said to her? I think I said she was, she's so organized that she had like a folder and it had English 11 comp class, 11 101, which is like English one. Yeah. She had a binder and like it had the syllabus and I guess there was a homework assignment that I didn't do and, and she I had, had already like done it. like typed out and everything. <laughs> So I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I like your organ like I like your folder or something like that. <laughs> that's a good one liner. That was a good one liner. Like that folder. And yeah. then he was like, Can we exchange numbers so that we can study? I was putting up a pretty good front. Like I didn't want him to think that I thought he was cute or anything. And like I actually told my mom that week and she like kept asking me about this this guy from my class but little I kept kind of like running out of class before him because I didn't have my driver's license nor did I have a car so I did not want him to see me I didn't want him to see me getting picked up by my parents so I think we played this little like yeah for about four weeks and then right before Thanksgiving he asked he was like oh can we study and I was like um he had invited me to Panera or like to go out and I said well you have to meet my dad first and he was like, what? So what? Did you go and meet her dad? Yeah. So I was like, what's it going to take for me to go on a date with you? At least to get, uh, get a cup of joe or or <laughs> yeah. review some notes for, for English class. Yeah, like, who you does know. that? But, um, so she was like, yeah, come meet my dad. So I didn't think much of it. And unbeknownst to her, in that process, I was looking, I was trying to find myself. Like I said, it was a semester where I was trying to focus on myself and grow spiritually. So, I mean, I had no bad intentions with her. So I was like, might as well sit down and talk to her dad. So I said, I met with her dad. He gave me the whole spiel, you know, she's very dedicated to her studies. And right now she just needs to focus on that because she's getting ahead. And she was born in 1995. And I was like, I was like, what? I'm from 91, so she's four years younger than me. I just turned 20. This girl is 16 years old. <laughs> whoa, so then what did you do? Were you like, oh, whoa, I didn't even know. I don't, 
I think you played it off. I think I just played it off, but inside I was freaked. (laughs) (laughs) That is so hilarious. But at the same time, I was like, I really like this girl. And there's something about her that just captivates me. So he said, you can hang out with her. And he kind of gave us some uh, contingencies to stay within. So he said, Crystal does Bible studies on Friday evenings. Um, and goes to church on Saturday, so she doesn't really hang out, and she just spends a lot of time with family those two days. So for now, I think you guys can be friends, but if you do want to hang out with her, you can check check out Friday evening Bible studies. Okay, so what did you think of that? I was for it. I was really for it. I was, like, like I said, I was in a position to where I wanted to, I was praying how I knew to pray, which wasn't really knowing how to pray. But I felt like maybe this is something that I should try. So I did. I think it was like I waited two weeks to, to, to ask her if I can tag along. And then did he? He did. And I, I mean, I grew up Adventist. So the only thing that I know is, you know, what it is to live an Adventist life. My family members were Adventist. So I was really nervous that he was going to Bible study. And I was like, you know, what is he going to think if they talk about the Sabbath or, you know, the health message or what about the second coming? Like, there's just so much that I was, I don't think it was afraid, but I I was uh, a little bit intimidated on what he was going to think about that. I mean, he went to Bible study and he was so attentive. And I was like, you know, like what, what could possibly going, be going through his mind? Mm-hmm. And that first night, did you remember feeling awkward or excited or yeah i felt i felt really um really calm a um a sense of of warmth answers to questions that i had been dealing with previously it was like the first time i actually opened up the bible and looked through through chapters and read scripture like crystal said i'm more of a traditional uh, mexican Um, so kind of intertwines with religion. And so it's more of, for my family, at least I can speak only on my family. It's more like a tradition. So going to church. And so this was a a unique experience and things. Uh, and I was just asking questions. I had questions like, you know, why don't we open up the Bible and read it ourselves? And listening to someone pray for the first time was like, wow, that's how you pray. So after your first Bible study, was there a callback or... I mean, I'm assuming so. You're here with me today. <laughs> so I dropped her off because I was able to drive, pick her up from her home and drive her uh, back. But before I left, I exchanged numbers with the youth pastor. Um, okay. And I told him that I'd text him. And then that began on my own journey to where I was reaching out to him and, and seeing what I could, what I could learn. From this experience. So were you really intrigued like after that first Bible study, like actually to learn for yourself then? Yeah, I was. I was. I felt like this was a good start to, to some of my, my prayers. I remember at the beginning of the semester, I was like, God, just direct me in the way that, you know, you want me to go. I'm just open to, to learn about you. Um, and I had been doing a couple of retreats. So I was seeking him. I was actively seeking him and actively seeking how to pray and have a connection with him on a personal personal level. Um, and so I felt like this was a good starting point. Yeah. <laughs> so then was this really clear that you're like, oh my goodness, my prayer is being answered? Yeah, yeah. It was at that moment where I was like, you know what? 
prayers are answered in their own ways, you know? Yeah, that's a great way to say that. And if I could ask Mm -hmm. Crystal, were you seeing him meet up with the youth pastor and thinking like, oh, he's just doing this for me? Or what Um, did you think? So actually, no. Lewis did not tell me that he exchanged numbers with the youth pastor. It was something, yes, he did it um, individually, which I think was really awesome. Um, So we were actually, we would do our Bible studies on Friday nights and Lewis would schedule separate meetings with the pastor um, where he was able to dive in and get a greater understanding Um, And I think that was one of the most, once I found out that he was doing it, like, super awesome, because it confirmed that, you know, this isn't for me, this is for him. Um, Ultimately, like, our future, you know, we can maybe share the same religion, but I know that he's doing it for a personal level. If I can ask you, why didn't you tell her that you were meeting up with the youth pastor? So, imagine this, you know, you sit, you try to convince someone to go out with you, mm-hmm. and then you sit down with their dad, and <laughs> there's some contingencies between hanging out with her, and I just, I don't know, I didn't want to f- make it seem like, oh, like, this guy's just trying to get in good, good points with, with, uh, with who now my father-in-law is, or, or with her, just to try to get a good relationship going, or some commonality. It was just something that I've been wanting to do, so I, I figured the time will come when I tell her. And this is more for myself. That's awesome. So the same time that you two were growing with each other, you were growing with Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So did you <laughs> fall in love with both of them at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> I think I fell in love with Jesus first. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so awesome. Yeah. Which uh, just helped me uh, learn to love her in a different way. You know, by human nature... We develop habits, and if you're introduced or influenced by by people very early on, like I was, you develop habits that just aren't healthy um, for a relationship. So, as I learned myself through 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 Jesus Christ, I was able to know what love was, and then kind of just start on a clean slate with Crystal. Wow! So then, what happened next after you're like on this journey? And for you, I guess, what was the journey? Were you seeing him fall in love with Jesus and then that made you fall in love with him even more? Yes. And, I mean, just seeing him grow with Jesus and it even, like, affected me because he would ask me questions and I'd be like, well, I don't think I know the answer to that. So it almost made me, like, crave Jesus more. And I think that because we started, like, diving into the Bible and being able to foster that relationship that ultimately made me just love him more and just the fact that he was open to it and that like it was it seemed natural it didn't seem like forced and I think it was really hard because I mean we're both very young and everyone you know that didn't know the background of it that oh you know Lewis is going to church with her because he really likes her or it was hard to you know kind of prove to people that it's not because of me like this is you know, Jesus and Lewis have their own relationship. We and Jesus have our relationship, and then we have our relationship together. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. <laughs> so it was definitely a process, and it, it was a natural one. <laughs> yeah, so I got baptized in October 2013. Yes. So you sealed the deal with Jesus before you sealed the deal with Crystal. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was ready. I was ready to uh, take on that mission. Yeah. So when did you know that you were ready to give yourself completely over to God? Was there a moment or was it just kind of a slow journey? 
it was a very slow and difficult journey. My parents, once I told my parents what I was doing and uh, going to church on Saturday, it was really difficult, really mm-hmm. difficult. I, I felt the pressure um, and just the pushback. And so I worked through that um, slowly, slowly but surely with, with my youth pastor and with Crystal and with my prayers. My parents didn't think it was appropriate for me to bend my traditions because they were interpreting my growth with God because of Crystal, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. okay. So they were, there was like uh, some tension when I first introduced Crystal um, and then after they learned that I was being influenced, right, by, by Crystal and her, her relationship with God. <laughs> um, so it was a slow and steady process. It took about almost two years for me to like, you know, work through the courage and be like, you know what, I'm ready. I accept, I accept the word in the Bible to be true. And I was like, this is, this is my life and, and, and I want to be connected to, to God. Wow. Yeah. So it was a really bold and courageous move for you. Yeah, it was. But at the same time, it was, it was lonely in the sense that my parents said that they would never step foot into, uh, into any of the churches that I, that I would attend um, until I was married um, because they just felt that it was just a betrayal. Mm-hmm. So, but knowing that I still took, I, I still took it on and, I invited them to my baptism and, and they weren't there, but it's all good. I still mm-hmm. pray. I pray that, uh, you know, my actions can speak louder. Mm-hmm. It was a, a huge mix of emotions. Like, you know, his parents never got ugly or ne- it was never like a big blowout or fight. Like Lewis said, it was just a long passage and, you know, things that they would say. And a lot when I wasn't around that I knew hurt him and it was really hard you know like his baptism was a huge deal like we did like it was like a birthday party so and it was hard knowing that his parents weren't able to be there um so I you know I tried to find that balance of you know being happy but recognizing that as happy as this is it's still difficult for him um yeah and it's something that we you know once we got married and we've started our own family it's a difficult road that we keep you know, traveling with, and like Lewis said, you just keep writing. Yeah. Yeah. So then how long after you got baptized did you guys end up getting married? It was a year and five, like a year and four months later. We got married in December, 2014. Two months. Math isn't my... Hey, that's okay. Yeah. So a year and two months later, we got married. So we got engaged in December of 2013 and then married December, 2014. Wow. Mm -hmm. You're both in love with Jesus and you're both in love with each other. I guess, how do you think that that changes a relationship or how has that changed your relationship? Now, looking back at your story, even talking about it, how has that helped your marriage, I guess? I think it makes us like stronger and, you know, the fact that we have our faith to hold on to, it helps us get through you know, difficult, difficult times, just being able to have that foundation. It's like our, our concrete, like we know that, you know, if one of us feels weak, like we have each other and then below us, we, I mean, above us, we have an even stronger foundation, if that makes sense. I'm a very visual person. So, um, but it's definitely, it helps us, you know, communicate and be able to look forward and kind of have that positive outlook. Yeah. So I think, 
that it was it was foundational. Like mm-hmm. I think that we were we were handed the biggest tool um, that life can give us, which is you know prayer. For me, right? It's the number one way to talk to God, you know, through prayer yeah. and and then learning how to like talk to Him and and just sending us sending up our petitions and our worries. Mm-hmm. I felt like we were just ready for whatever was to come. My takeaway would be like having faith in 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 His process. Like like if I had to sum it up, like Crystal asked me the other day, what was what's my 2018 word? And I said patience. Um, patience because um, God's working and prayer is just the best thing out there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I would say, you know, it's important to fall in love with Jesus before you fall in love with someone else um, because by doing that, you're allowing yourself to just have that strength basically going into a relationship. So fall in love with Jesus before you fall in love with someone else. I would say that's my takeaway. podcast is brought to you by the current ministry music by Azrael post and this is your host molly duper thanking you for joining us and until next time grab a friend a cup of joe and go have your very own jesus date that'd be fun i have a tendency to like pick up accents no way more i think more hispanic accents like i'm mexican yeah and crystal's puerto rican so I'm pretty good at like picking up a Puerto Anyways. Rican accent or a Dominican. I'll call her and I'll have my accent playing and I'll just try to have a conversation with her. And it's she'll be like, crazy. yeah, she <laughs> says it's like a multiple personality disorder. But <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And it's really funny. Can you do one for me? Do the Dominican one. <laughs> oh man. Um, Pretend you're calling me. Give me a phone ring, Pastor Molly. So, yeah. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Oye, mami. ¿Cómo estás? Babe, I'm at work. Pero qué? Yo estoy manejando, tú sabes, estoy bien aburrido. Yeah, you talk to me normally. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes oh, on so for awesome. minutes. And no minutes. way. It's so funny. Can you do a Minnesota accent? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep talking. Awesome.